Hi Queens with the same king. Welcome to another episode of A Message for Her. Now, I know it's been a while. It's been some weeks, but I ask for your forgiveness because I've had a very very hectic schedule over the last few weeks trying to juggle all those hats and I have not, you know, I did not get the time to meet with you, but we are here today and I'm very glad that you are with me. And for those who are first-time listeners, I want you to know that in this podcast series, we dive deep, deep, deep into topics, get towards your emotional healing, empowerment, and revival. Every message you receive in this space will connect you with scripture-based encouragement and gospel hope. Over the last few weeks, I've been chatting with um, women over and over and one of the things that I, I like to drive home is the fact that we deserve to live our best life. Not the life that we planned or our friends planned or the life we think we should have, but the life that God planned for us. But we know that there are many, many factors that really affect us from that opportunity. So join with me today, your host. I am Danielle Placid, aka The Priceless Woman, as I help you identify your fears and perceived barriers that may have delayed your destiny. Through this podcast, you will gain insights to help you deconstruct your challenging issues and develop a clear and defined plan that will then help you discover your uniqueness and guess what? You'll be determined to live the life you were designed to have. So it is your time to be healed your time to be empowered and your time to be revived but remember before we get into our topic today you are loved you have value and you are priceless i'm sure you hear the excitement in my voice i'm sure you are hearing my excitement because today we continue our topic on our mission to set ourselves free from this thing to set ourselves free from the prison and we're talking about forgiveness so wherever you are in the car in the kitchen in the bathroom just having some me time or maybe in the workplace stay with me stick with me as we go through this topic of forgiveness forgiveness can be a very uh, emotionally charged word as a matter of fact When we are hurt and the minute someone steps up to us and we hear the word forgiveness, all our, you know, attention is raised at this word. But we all have been hurt by someone. But sometimes it brings years of pain and bitterness. Unfortunately, God knew that amidst the pain and suffering, there is hope in forgiveness. Undoubtedly, walking through forgiveness can be quite difficult and very difficult overwhelming and as my husband you know remind me over and over and over that you know wounds that are not healed wounds that are hidden you may bleed out on those who did not cut you yeah it's a known fact that you know when things are hidden or our wounds are not healed at all ladies yeah People feel the brunt of our pain, really. The Bible says in Psalms 55, verse 12 to 14, wounded hearts can experience powerful emotions. 
wounded hearts can experience powerful emotions. You and I both know that when we are hurt, a flood of emotions follow. And they may not come in no particular order, but they definitely make a grand appearance. In fact, God knows that when we are wounded, our emotions are damaged and the danger of remaining in such place can cost us our seat on the train to heaven. God doesn't have any agenda, any hidden agenda when it comes to healing or damaged emotions. In fact, he wants to lead our emotional healing by coming alongside us on this journey. You see, forgiveness is the first step in the healing process. We must understand that, you know, salvation does not give an instant emotional healing. This was a shocker for me when I got saved, when I gave my heart to the Lord. I thought that, hey, life is going to be filled with a bed of roses, but here comes the roses with a bit of thorns. And, you know, there were moments in my life that I really thought, and I love the way T.D. Jakes put it, that I was like buried, but really and truly we were planted. So understanding that salvation does not give an instant emotional healing, but it gives the assurance that God is able to work in and through you and I. God does not want us to remain hurt it is his intention to heal the brokenhearted and those who are crushed in spirit. Without a doubt, our hurt produces a complex, multi-layered set of emotions, such as disappointment, disgust, anger, anxiety, fear, and the biggest one of them all, bitterness, to name a few. I want to spend some time on the topic bitterness as it's, this serves as a major block to um, us forgiving others. So our topic today is bitter or not. Bitterness is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. Bitterness is such a subtle sin. Bitterness usually begins as an emotion such as hurt or anger that comes from an offense. It is the fruit that bears from the seed of unforgiveness. Bitterness begins as a seed planted where in our souls, Isaiah 38, 15, through some kind of offense or hurt that if not dealt with in the right way, will begin to grow roots that are hidden at first, but eventually sprout anger, hostility, resentment, hatred, and that steals love and joy and peace. One person said, bitterness is like a cancer or poison to our spirit and soul and body. And as I'm speaking to you, I'm remembering my pain and me not wanting to be freed and the pain that I felt. And here's how Billy Graham said it. Bitterness is anger gone sour, an attitude of deep discontentment that poison our souls and destroy our peace. Way to go, Billy Graham. You could not have said it better. Bitterness is anger gone sour, an attitude of deep discontent that poison our souls and destroy our peace. So the Bible says, yes, the Bible says, and if you're like me, there are times, honestly, ladies, truth be told, sometimes, you know, and, and my husband love, love, love. Now, when I go through things, there are ladies in my life that I speak to and, you know, 
kudos to you ladies thank you for being there for me but you know sometimes you know i i chat with my husband and there are moments i would be going on and on about the situation and he would say listen daniel the word of god says and ladies i would be so upset about the scripture because i don't want to hear it because i know the word of god is truth and i don't want to hear the truth but here's what the truth we know will set us free so let's dive into the word of god ephesians 4:31 verse 32 says um 431 to 32 i should say let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be ye kind one to another tender-hearted here comes our word forgiving one another even as god for christ's sake had forgiven you forgiving one another even as god for christ's sake had forgiven you huh. a word that we don't like to read sometimes we wish that we could just kind of skip through the pages of the bible and not have those scriptures there but god knows best god knows who the people that he's dealing with so as i said that this podcast we go deep 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 so here's how we go deep the greek word translated for bitterness in the new testament comes from the root word p-i-k sounds a little like pick right the word literally means to to be picked or cut for it can refer to sharp or pointed objects or here comes the word bitter a sharp taste and when i think about this i'm reminding of the fruit in trinidad and tobago um cashew before the nut that fruit i don't like that fruit it it gives me a bad taste in my mouth too all those who who really like that fruit well no it's not for me it gives me that kind of kind of rackish harsh taste in my mouth so i kind of relate bitter to that it 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 also describes that angry and resentful state of mind that can develop when we undergo trouble now ladies 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 i know you are thinking about that thing that happened to you and you are saying and maybe some of you are upset with god some of you are still in that place of you know that hurt place and everything is being stored up and you are saying that you know you're serving christ and you're still experiencing all this hurt and all this trouble but here's what here's some comfort we won't promise a life filled without trouble we were promised by a mighty god that he will show up for us in our trouble so i know that you're wondering why am i going through this but i just need to plug in this here god wants to show up in your trouble secondly in that said scripture we talk about wrath and anger it's an intensifying degree of resentment hostility and rage that when given the right amount of pressure can quickly overflow its bank like a flash flood um flash flooding it's it's as much as a buildup of the emotions clamor and slander what is, what am i talking about that's evil speaking so when we are hurt we can easily go to a place of outburst of anger being out of control using words to retaliate to demean to pull down to paint others in a negative light 
to wish for them an ill reputation. Yes, you thought about it. Mm-hmm. You did. Yes, ladies, you did. What about malice? That's a deliberate desire to inflict pain. I've learned recently that when we are hurt, two things can happen. You know, for us to really get over our situation, we people tend to do two things, I should say. Either they want to see the behavior change in the person or they want to see the person pay for something. So malice is a deliberate desire to inflict pain, a premeditated strike at the weak spot in our, in our offender, acting out the bitter thoughts and feelings of our heart. Yes, we do it all the time. Now, all bitterness starts off as hurt. So, what are some of the actions and attitudes that often accompany bitterness? Signs of bitterness, unforgiveness, of course, resentment, avoidance of either the person or thoughts and feelings related to the person or incident, feelings of retaliation or holding a grudge, anger, hatred, violence or thoughts of murder. I said it. Now, there is a cause to bitterness that we must pay attention to. And I really want you to listen to this. There is a cost to being bitter. You know, and I really want you to think about the topic for our podcast today, bitter or not. Here's the cost. It can prolong your emotional and mental pain. Secondly, it can lead to long-lasting anxiety and depression. Ladies. It can, um, you know, can engulf you in a never-ending, self-defeating cycle of getting even. In other words, somebody must pay. Nah, like in, in Trinidad local parlance, nah, this person must pay. I have to get back to them. You know what? I am going to do so and so. So it can engulf you in a never-ending, self-defeating cycle of getting even with the other person. It can precipitate vengeful acts that put you or leave you exposed to be further hurt or victimized. And the fifth one, it can prevent you from experiencing the potential of living a more abundant life. Yes, it can prevent us from living a more abundant life. You see, this goes against, directly against the life that God promised us. It can create or deepen an attitude of distrust, not just in ourselves and the decisions that we make, but in others. It can interfere with with you basically cultivating healthy, satisfying relationships and by all means lead you to doubt or you know it can break down your connection with others and when i talk about break down your connection it also includes your connection with god whoa it can compromise your journey to purpose you know over time i've been learning that through our pain god wants us to pivot from pain to purpose to praise so when we hold on to our, our hurt and it, 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 the seed is planted and bitterness is presented, we can really compromise our journey to purpose and go against 
um, the whole idea when God says to praise him in the good and in the bad times. We can undermine our health in all dimensions when we are bitter. Now, this is a very big one. Very, very big one. It can blind you from recognizing your own role or responsibility in the process. And, 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 and you know, not every hurt or the person that, you know, you would have done something wrong to the individual because there are some really terrible people who just decide to hurt you. But um, when I talk about being blind from recognizing our own role in the process, our role, come what may, is to forgive the person who who did wrong to us. And I'm not talking about going face to face because there are some circumstances when you can't um, go face to face with the person, but God commanded us to forgive. So it can blind us from our role in the process. It can erode our sense of well-being. Our identity can be lost by, by keeping us in a, a paradoxical state of vengeful bondage. And 12 one, like the 12 disciples, it can cause your spiritual death. It will cause, let me say it this way, your spiritual death, ladies. I know it's for, it's it's difficult and but God requires forgiveness. Now this is where the rubber meets the road. It gets very difficult, you know, and I know even as I speak a lot of you you are really feeling and enduring this pain and this this hurt and it's it's so hard, but I, God requires that we forgive. Our lack of forgiveness is where we choose to hold on to bitterness letting it ripen into full-grown resentment i want to repeat that our lack of forgiveness is why we choose to hold on to bitterness letting it ripen into full-grown resentment now while it looks like we are unable to forgive sometimes you know depending on the situation we need to face the reality that sometimes we are un- very unwilling to forgive. Face the reality that we are unwilling to forgive. Sometimes we have the moment to forgive and we don't want to. Now, some of you may be saying, <laughs> and laughing, chuckling, like, want to turn off this podcast, like, I'm not going to listen to her again. Like, you know what, Lord, I don't want to hear, no, 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 no. You know, putting your fingers in your ears and thinking, oh, I'm, I don't want to hear. But, and you may be saying to me, but you don't understand what they did to me. You really don't. You don't understand what they would have said. You don't understand what my father would have done. You don't understand what my mother would have done, my husband, my friend, my boss. You don't understand the moment when I was assaulted, the moment when I was being violated, my body was being violated, the moment when I was hit in the place of worship. You don't understand. You don't understand and you don't understand. You don't understand that I am in a toxic environment and I don't know how to get out. You don't understand that I have daddy issues. You don't understand that my children don't speak to me. You don't understand that I, I am in a deep place of hurt. You don't. And truth be told, ladies, I may not really understand. 
I may be able to identify with some things, but I may not really understand the depth of your pain. But Jesus Christ does. You don't understand that I was abandoned. You don't understand that I was rejected. You don't understand. Truth, ladies, I don't on some levels. But I repeat, Jesus Christ does. You see, he lived a perfect life. He was beaten. He was mocked, spat upon, hung on a wooden cross to die in the most cruelest of ways. Yet still, John 3.16 states that he loved the world enough to die for us. Now, sadly, we think that he died for us only, you know, we kind of selfish and we think that Christ went on that cross for me, myself and I. But when he died, he died for the world, including the whoever offended you. He died for the world, including whoever offended you. We are told to forgive others just as Christ forgave us. Do they deserve it? No. Do we deserve it? No. But still, he hung on that cross because of his love for us. Once I was hurt and hurt really, really bad and I told God, I said, someone should pay for this. I need a plan. I need something, I need this person to pay. (laughs) And he whispered loudly, I like to say that way. He whispered very, very loudly in this kind of loving, tender voice. He said, while you are thinking that someone should pay, I paid. You heard me, ladies? While you are thinking that someone should pay, he paid for God knows God sees God hears God feels and he can heal you and I don't have the capability to forgive others and here's come God this is where God comes in God wants to empower us to do so right in this moment Take this opportunity to really embrace this moment that you're in. Take this opportunity to reflect on where your life, where you are, because of you holding on to that hurt. And mind you, it is really, really tough at times. But God is saying in this very moment to let go and let God. He is Jehovah Gabor and he is the one that saved us down tools, down tools. Behave courageously. I have given you strength. I've given you the ability to stand still and to see the salvation of the Lord. Do not be dismayed. Do not be this do not get confused because he's able to do it. Use this time to write the name or the names of those who have hurt you and pray for them every day until God melts that resentment and that bitterness in your heart. The songwriter says, Create in me a clean heart. 
oh Lord, and renew our spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart, oh Lord, and renew our spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, O Lord. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. And renew a right spirit within me, Father. I thank you for those who have been listening. And God, as we engage in this discussion, God, I pray that your hand is stretched for their souls so that you can heal their brokenhearted and bring them closer to this place of serving you in spirit and in truth, God. Free us all from this bitterness and this resentment. In Jesus' name, amen. What a journey. We are not finished We have about two more episodes to go because we need to talk about reconciliation and restoration and the questions that we may ask. So stay with me on this journey. I hope you are healing. Leave me a message. Send me a a voice note. Something. Do something for those of you all who know me. You can also follow me on Instagram. It's priceless woman underscore crown up. Leave me a message if you are blessed by this podcast. Remember, real queens fix each other crown. So let's help another woman heal. Let's help another girl heal by sharing this podcast. And I repeat, share, share, share. We'll chat soon, ladies. And don't forget, leave me a message. Send in your questions. So until another message knocks on your door, remember, it is your time for healing, your time to be empowered, and your time to be revived. So as I go, remember, you are loved, you have value, and you are priceless. Have an awesome time as we continue our journey to forgiveness. God bless.